I'm Grace. I'm Sarah. And I'm Trudy. And we're the Book Hoes. In this week's episode, we are doing a tier ranker, one one of those tier rankers on like tierranker.com, where we rank a bunch of fictional characters from books. Some of them we came up with ourselves, some of them we got sent in. So that will be fun. But before we get into that, let's talk about what we've read this week. Sarah, what have you read? So this week I finished listening to the audiobook of Big Summer by Jennifer Weiner. Um, I had really mixed thoughts about this book. I was really enjoying it in the beginning. It's kind of, it started off as like, um, I guess, a, I don't know, I don't know. Is the word chick lit? Is that like bad to use? Just like women's no, fiction? Okay. Like, nah, yeah. yeah. I think so. I don't mean that in a bad way. I was, like I said, I was really enjoying it. I do enjoy like ch- chick lit books a lot. Um, but halfway, like literally in the middle of the book, um, a murder happened and it turned into like a thriller, but oh. it was like a really rushed thriller. Cause we were already halfway through the book when the murder happened. And I guess like the beginning half was setting up the scene. Um, but then the ending was just really rushed. And also, um, this is gonna sound bad and like weird but I kind of like agreed with the killer which I feel like you're not supposed <laughs> to do not that like the okay I mean I'll, I'll give like a brief explanation so people don't think I'm crazy if you don't want spoilers for this book skip ahead like 30 seconds okay so the main character Daphne has this friend named Drew and she is the like heiress to this like her dad's really rich and she, Drew is just an awful person she's horrible she's mean to every single person she meets including Daphne um she and Daphne have a falling out but then a couple years later she asked Daphne to be in her wedding she's like oh my god like I haven't I don't have any friends like I need you whatever so Daphne agrees for some like fucking reason she's goes back to this like horrible girl and like becomes her friend again and um Drew gets murdered on her wedding day they like find her body in the hot tub and it turns out again this is where I'm getting into spoilers so please skip ahead if you don't want spoilers for this book turns out the killer was this girl who Drew paid to take her SATs for her in high school because she wanted to get into Harvard and then they found out that this girl took them for her and Drew blamed it all on this girl she was like she's stalking me she stole my social security number she like took this test blamed it all on this girl and the girl had gotten like acceptances to like Harvard, Princeton, all these Ivy League schools, but she got kicked out of the high school and she lost all of her acceptance to those schools. Her parents stopped talking to her. They were like immigrants. They like raised, they like raised her to like work hard. They worked hard for her. When she lost all these acceptances, they stopped talking to her. She lost everything because Drew threw her under the bus, even though she was just, you know, she like, I I guess she shouldn't have taken Drew's SATs for her, but Drew paid her a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that girl is the one who killed her. And uh, honestly, I was kind of like, and then, but the book kind of framed it as like, oh, Drew, she was trying to be better. Like the main character kept like Mm. defending her. She was trying to be better. Like she was on her way to being a good person. I was like, where? Like there was nothing (laughs) in the text that showed, like even the main character found out that she only asked her to be in the wedding because she was an influencer and she wanted to be able to get paid more because Daphne was at her wedding. Like she, like literally where this girl did not try to was she was she like said pretty words about how she was trying to be better but like it, she was just awful the entire book and the killer I was kind of like you know if someone did that to me I would have like murderous thoughts too I'm not yeah lie. yeah I mean, yeah so um yeah that's my that's my reasoning I'm not I'm not like insane I don't advocate killing people <laughs> um but I, I don't advocate for murder I don't, yes, no, I don't advocate for murder. Did Drew deserve to die? I don't know, but all I'm saying is I really, like, I got to the end of the book and I was like, I don't see, I don't, I feel like I'm not supposed to see the killer's side as much as I do, but, and the main character, I just like, I don't know. I was just so disconnected because the main character kept talking about like, oh, Drew was trying to be better. Like she was so cool. She, she, I was like, what, where? She was literally horrible to you for like 90% of this book. But anyway, that's that's my tangent about that book. Sorry for spoiling it, Grace and Trudy. I hope you guys that's, didn't want to read it. Well, it's I fine. don't now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, there you just, go. it was just kind of a mess, which is a shame because I really liked the other Jennifer Weiner book I read um, two weeks ago called That Summer. So I was expecting to really love this one, but I just, I, I didn't. I was, I just did not like it. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I also read more of One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. I think I have about 100 pages left. Also, it's our group read for June. 
So read along with us before our discussion episode at the end of the month. It'll be really fun. You can send us your thoughts. Um, I'm loving it so far, and I'll save all my thoughts for our discussion at the end of the month. Uh, Shruti, what did you read this week? Um, so this week, I read more of Written in the Stars by Alexandria Bellafour. I'm almost done. I have, like, I think a chapter left or so. Like, we're at the, you know, the big, arc, like, you know, the separation, third act, cl- conflict stage. Um, I'm liking it. So this is the um, sapphic female-female Pride and Prejudice retelling where there's fake dating and stuff. So like I'm having, it's a good time. I am enjoying it. Um, I did have a realization and this is um, if you follow us on Twitter. So this is when Grace was like, I think I need to, I think my a friendship with Grace is like on a thread here. No, I'm, I wouldn't have said, I said my friendship with Shruti. I think I said it's yes, hanging yes, on yes. by thread, by thread. My there friendship with myself is doing great. Just in case anyway, anyone wants more. My point was, that. So obviously, since this is a Pride and Prejudice retelling, there is a Elizabeth or L character and there's a Darcy character. Um, and of course, this, in this case, Darcy is a girl. Um, and so Darcy has, you know, like the typical Darcy traits of like being more socially awkward and stoic and like introverted, um, a little bit rigid, you know, and like this, the Darcy in this book is very rigid and like, um, like routined. I don't know. That's not the word. But like she follows a lot of routine. She has like her very, yeah. she seems very type, serious. Type A. Very, type A. Yeah, she's very type A. Yeah, exactly. And for a woman, I'm like, this is fine. Female characters, I enjoy in any shapes and sizes. So whatever they want to do, great. Stay, I stand. But I, I was having this realization as I was reading this book. It's like, I don't think I like male character. I don't think I like male Darcy's. I don't think I like the Darcy character. And Grace you know, was like, I'm disowning you, mean, you. Wait, do you mean you don't like Darcy-based characters or you don't like Darcy? I don't think I like the archetype of Darcy. Other than if, if they're female, like I can dig it. But, like, but when do you male, like... I'm like Darcy in the context of pride, like just thinking about the pride and prejudice. Do you like Darcy? I want to know. So from what I remember, it's been a very long time. I don't think I did because I. This is the thing. You've have, only seen the movie. I just want our audience to know that she's only seen the I've, movie. I've also and only like seen the movie, so that's why and this I was years know. ago. It was like a decade ago, to be fair. So I really don't remember anything. I'm sure my tastes have changed, but somehow I feel like I did not like him very much. Or, I mean, he was fine. He was just, like, whatever to me. He was, like, he was fine. He wasn't bad. I didn't actively hate him, but I was, like, whatever. And I think I'm having the same feelings here of, it's fine, but I don't get the appeal. I think that's I think, where I'm at. I think Shruti's going to need to go into witness protection. Yeah, after, after that one. That's why I wanted to clarify. I was, like, wait, she can't dislike Darcy, right? Dislike she did. Darcy. I don't dislike. I just think he's you fine. You just don't the, get the hype. hype. I don't get the hype. Kind of it like couldn't this, be me. Another it could not be me. Just wanted to <laughs> make that like clear. Kind of like another character, like Nikolai. But that's I fine. was just about to that's say, fine. that's like Nikolai. If you didn't get sniped for Nikolai yet, hopefully you won't get sniped for Darcy. Uh, mm, I don't know. This one might be more controversial. We might have some, mm, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm enjoying the book. Again, I so I have not read very many sapphic romances, but I'm really, really loving it. Um, I did want to make, I did want to bring something up and I've been seeing this a lot, actually conversations about covers, um, particularly romance covers. So the cover for this book is an illustrated cover. So like, you know, there's like cartoon um, Darcy and Elle on the cover and it's very cute. It's very pretty. I enjoy it. Um, But because of the cover, I was like, oh, this is a really cutesy book. And even though I knew it was like a romance and I think it's new adults maybe um, or adult. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. So I, I, I knew that intellectually but like I was going into it I was like oh, okay this is just going to be kind of like pretty tame it's going to be a I think the word is a closed door book um but you know there's like you know full-on sex scenes in there and I mean they were fine and I enjoyed those those were all great but I wasn't expecting it because of the cover and I've been thinking about this a lot but I feel like recently there's been a trend in romance novels with the covers to be very a lot more illustrated cartoony more cutesy and it kind of gives that impression of and I mean, I enjoy them because they're very pretty and I, I like them. But then it gives you that impression of, oh, there may not be as much sex involved or may not be explicit, like open door um, scenes versus then the typical romance cover, you know, with like the shirtless people on the front cover or whatever and the sexy poses get all of the like, what's the word I'm looking for? They have, they get like all, they have this reputation of being like, you know, explicit erotica. And like, for instance, in the past, when I have recommended books to Grace, she'll be like, oh, but they're like sexy people. Yeah, on the I'm like, I they're two people say, standing next to each other. And she's like, I'm like, yeah, 
but you've read written in the stars so it's like it's the same idea it's the same well, level of meat it's just yeah. a different cover well okay so i have read written in the stars i can, I think i've kind of forgot there's a lot of sex but i wasn't like really there's not a lot but oh no, yeah. yeah there's not a lot mm-hmm. it, but it is like it's, it's explicit it's pretty mm-hmm. explicit right okay yeah apparently mm-hmm. i didn't care because i don't remember it <laughs> um but i i like objectively i like cutesy covers in mm-hmm. all forms yes. no matter what the book is about I'm like that's a good cover when I see a book like that <laughs> right but also I I would not read a book with naked people on the front unless Trudy made me read it um because I'm like that's guaranteed there's some explicit scenes in there and in my mind like if there's naked people on the front in my mind it's like a lot of explicit scenes that may not be true in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm like, there is, there's no plot in this book. It's all just sex. There's probably not true. So, probably not true, but that's what I think right, when right, I read right. these books. Right, and I think that is the general like reputation and expectation. And I just the reason why I'm bringing this up is also I, I saw a tweet going around about how they kind of miss those covers because that's kind of been fading away from romance novels, especially historical, um, where they used to have the covers with like you know the shirtless guy and like the woman draped all over him. And that kind of has been phased out for in replacement of all these cartoon illustrated covers. And I'm wondering if it's because one, the illustrated covers are prettier, but also because like the illustrated cover captures people who might not have picked, would normally not pick up a book who would be perfectly fine reading explicit stuff or like wouldn't care, but just won't do it because it's not on the cover. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me sad in a way though, because you should be okay. Like if you are going to read, if you're going to read a book with a sex scene in it, read a book with a sex scene in it. It shouldn't matter what the cover is. Right. Um, and I do think, and I do think especially now with Bridgerton and with other, like the hype of the romance novel coming up, I like lately, like more people getting into it. I feel like people will be more okay with those covers. So I do think it's like a weird just juxtaposition of, okay, we're getting into romance novels again, but only if they don't have covers of like traditional romances. So I don't know. It's an interesting thing I just wanted to bring up that I've been thinking about. I think it's also like, would you, I don't know. I would feel, I would be okay reading like a book like that on my Kindle where no one saw the mm-hmm. cover. Yeah, I wouldn't I feel comfortable like sitting in public, like reading a book with right. a shirtless man with a woman draped all over him on the cover, just because not for any read. I don't know. It's just like, no, no, it feels right. like it feels it's a different feel so that Mm -hmm. could also be part of it too and I think you're right because I think publishers and authors have realized that the illustrated covers will capture like a wider uh breadth of audience yeah well just like what going off of what Sarah said like uh there's probably I mean like you know someone on the bus if I'm reading a book on a bus (laughs) you know people that see me are never going to see me again so I shouldn't feel embarrassed reading a book like that not that I have but if I, hypothetically, I also don't go on buses, but hypothetically, if I went on a bus <laughs> reading a book with naked people on the cover, like I shouldn't care. I probably would, but I shouldn't care about what people think. But like I would, I and most people could not take that book to like, you know, like read on a lunch break at work or something. Or on the couch in my home where I live right. with my parents. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, no, I definitely agree. And I think that's part of it. The other thing I was thinking about also, um, I was listening to a different podcast, Romancing the Tropes, and they were talking about how um, they are also been moving towards illustrated covers because as books get more diverse, then they can actually have characters on the cover who actually look like the characters in the book. And then, of course, the argument comes up, well, why don't you just, then you need to now hire models of yeah. colors. So that way you can do that also. So, I mean, there's also that, like, you don't just move away because you want to be able to show diverse characters, just hire diverse people to be on your covers. I think that should also be part of it. Um, which also brings me, this is a separate rant about how the characters on your cover better match the characters in the book. Because, and um, I guess this is me calling out the publishers of the Bridgerton novels because Simon in the book is not black. He is white. He is blonde and blue eyed. And yet now there's a cover out there. Oh yeah. A cover where the guy, Greg John Page is on the cover who is not, who does not look like the Simon in the book. And I think that is really bad advertising. It is what's the word it's like unfaithful almost like it's artificial marketing when the character in the book does not match the character on the cover and I think that's a bad idea and this is why I will not be buying any Netflix tie-in covers even if the characters do match because it's just the principle of the thing yeah that's fair yeah well I guess you could I don't know is Alina in Shadow and Bone is she like explicitly I, I don't remember her description is she described as like white 
I don't because know. Because I was going to say. If You're she, right. Yes. If it's, it's, yeah. it's like ambiguous, that's mm-hmm. different. Okay. I was just curious. I would, I didn't know if that was another example, but then I thought about it. I yeah. Like, I don't know if she was ever, ex- it was ever explicitly stated that she was white, you know? I think it just calls her pale and mousy. Right. Right. Mm. And I don't even know about Mal either. If Mal is yeah. described as like. So I was going to say that could be a similar situation. Right. I don't, but, buy, they, but they don't have, but they don't I, have yeah, I don't covers, either, but I don't bring it up. Movie yeah. tie-in covers yeah. are ugly. Right. They are. Although actually I, th- I like the Bridgerton ones. Um, I think the Bridgerton yeah. one is really pretty. I yeah. just wish, and I would, would have loved to buy one for other books that were the, you know, one book books that I really enjoyed and not the Duke and I, but because they've done that with the Duke and I, and I have a feeling they're going to do that with the Viscount who loved me. No, they've already, again. they've done it with all of them. Well, no, those are different because those actually don't have the actors on them. Those are just like random models. Right. I like those. those, those, Yeah, the model ones are really cute. And I'm totally, I might actually buy one of those. But like the ones with the actual actors on there really annoy me because even though I kind of love me, where Simone Ashley is a dark skinned Indian woman, I would love to support that. But the character in the book is not Indian. She's white and brunette. And it's like, that doesn't, it doesn't work. So yeah. 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 Well, that's everything I've read. I am officially two books behind in my reading challenge now. So we'll, we'll catch up eventually. I know. I, I mean, we're, I, this is my last week of school. Then grades are due. And so then I will have some time to read, going to the beach. Things will get read. Yeah. How about you, Grace? What have you been reading? This week, I finished The Sword of Summer, which is by Rick Riordan, which is the first book in the Magnus Chase trilogy, which is part of the Percy Jackson universe. And I had a good time. This series is a lot different than Percy Jackson because um, all of the, or the majority of the main characters are dead because uh, it hmm. takes, it has to do with Norse mythology. It takes place at like Hotel Valhalla, which is like the camp half-blood of the book, except for in order to make it to Hotel Valhalla, Hotel Valhalla you have to die in battle. So everyone there is is dead. Um, it's like the afterlife kind of place or like the in-between of the afterlife. I don't know. Um, so that's interesting. I'm like, this is cool. I like it. Um, I like the characters a lot. Sam is my favorite. She is, um, Muslim, which is cool. And she's a Valkyrie, which is also cool. Um, and I really like how the main character who is Magnus and Sam, like you would think that she would be like the Annabeth character and there would be like a relationship between them. Cause like, you know, the guy character and the girl character, they're friends, obviously they should be together, but they're not, there's not like any romantic hint at them at all. But I started the second book the other day. The second book is called The Hammer of Thor. Um, and I'm listening to these on audiobook, by the way. And they changed the narrative for the second one. And I actually like him a lot better, which is good. But the second book introduces the actual love interest of the main character, who I knew about going in because I saw spoilers. And they are gender fluid, which is really fun. I'm very, it's very exciting. I feel like Rick Ryden doesn't really like shy away from like LGBT characters he's like yeah this person's gender fluid like they say it outright it's established at the beginning of the book and I love that I think it's very cool so I'm enjoying that series so far I'm not that far into the second one I'm only like 10 chapters but I'm having a good time and then I am also reading one last stop which is again our group read I'm like 100 pages into it and I also won't say that much about it because I'm going to save it for our episode but I love it it is so good. It's very like quirky or it's got like a lot of characters. The characters are quirky. It's a lot of fun. The writing is really good. And um, it makes me want to eat a lot of pancakes and go to New York. So <laughs> it's really good. I'm very, I knew it was going to be good, but I'm like, damn, this is really good. And you should all read it and tell us our, your thoughts. And we will talk about them at the end of the month in our grouping episode. So now we will get into our character rankings, but first let's hear a word from our sponsor. And we're back. So what we did this week is we took a bunch of characters. Um, Some of them we picked and then others were sent in. These are all characters from like books we've read and or talked about on the podcast and we ranked them into one of those tier ranker things. So we're gonna go, I guess we'll go character by character and we'll say where we put them in our ranking. Sure, okay. yeah, sounds good. We're gonna do that and we're gonna do it in alphabetical order. So the tiers that I have are um, 
God tier, great. Okay, not a fave. And please die. <laughs> what were y'all's tiers? I used the same ones. Yeah, I used the same ones. I just added a uh, a good tier because I had the the great and the okay. There was there's some people in the middle, so I had a good tier, and then I added a who tier because there's some I ha- don't know who they are. So that's fair. Okay, so the first character is Alina Shadow and Bone. Where did y'all rank her? I put Alina in great tier because she's great. I also put her smack dab in the middle of great tier because again, she is great. And I also put her in great tier because she is great. <laughs> I'm glad we are all Alina stands on this podcast. Me too. Yeah. Next character is America from the selection. I put America. Okay, so I put her in please die tier. I don't want her to die. She doesn't deserve to die, but like she belonged down there. Correct. I agree. I also put her in please die. I would not mind if she died because again, as I have stated, I enjoyed that first book. I liked that couple. I was on board. I was enjoying it. It was like, you know, it wasn't great, but it was like a fun read. It all just went downhill from there. America was annoying. The love, I don't even remember the lo- her love interest's name. Maxon. He got annoying. Maxon. He got annoying and I was, I loved him. That entire series can go die in a fire. Goodbye. I'm done. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also put America in Please Die. <laughs> I don't necessarily have any beef with her. I do have beef with the series, but, and I, I am the only one who only read the first one because I was like, I can't do any more of this. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I put her in Please Die. I don't think that she should die necessarily, but I also do think if she had died, the book would have been more interesting. So there's Wrong. that. Correct. Yeah, You're not wrong. Um, the next character is Biddy from Check, Please. I put Biddy in great. You know, I like him. Yeah, I put him at the top of my good tier. He wasn't yes. great. He didn't go. Yeah, he didn't go in my great category, but I liked him. He's a good character. I also put him in great, you know, great character. The next character is Connell from Normal People. I put him in my okay tier. He was fine. I also put him in my okay tier. And I also put him <laughs> in my okay tier. We're just all aligned today. I know. I know. Well, we need, so far. Maybe one will shake yeah. things up. Um, I, I know. I know. We, we got some different ones coming up. The next one is Daisy Jones, and I'll just go ahead and say I didn't put her anywhere. Actually, I did. Um, the thing wouldn't let me save it without putting her in one, so I put her in Please Die. Um, I haven't read Daisy Jones, so I she's technically not in any, in any of my tiers. I put her in um, not a fave because she is most definitely not a fave of mine. I don't think she belongs in Please Die because she did have a hard life. You know, she faced some challenges. But I still do not like her. So she goes in not a fave for me. Yeah, my not a fave tier were basically characters. I just like, whatever. Like, they're fine. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care. Daisy went in that not a fave one as well. And I do think she doesn't go in Please Die because the other character in the book would be one I was more mad at. I was going to say Billy goes in Please Die. If he was on <laughs> here, I w- he would be in he Please would, Die. Yeah. Yeah. But no. We ha- it's just Daisy, so she can be a not a fave. Yeah. Interesting. The next character is Edmund Pevensey from Narnia. God tier. I put him in great. I put him in God tier. Um, he's not my favorite Pevensey, but he is a close second. And I think he is a very interesting and well-written character. I think he's one of, in the movies, but also I think in the books, he's one of the best written characters if not the best he is actually my pevency my favorite pevency um and i so i would agree that he is the best written one yeah because he he's has def- like the best growth arc for he sure. does he does yeah that's mm-hmm. true he's good good all around um the next character is eloise from bridgerton I put her in okay because I've only seen the show and she doesn't have like a huge role in the show. And also I don't really I don't really have strong feelings about her. So she goes in okay. I actually put her in God tier. Um the only Bridgerton okay. book, the only Bridgerton book I've read is the second one. And I I think she's in that, but not very much. So I went off the show. And you know, she was my favorite character in the show. And I think she's a queen. So I put her in God tier. 
I think it's really funny because you both have completely valid opinions in my, in my, as someone who has read the entire series and watched the show, I think you have very valid opinions. I waffled um, because on the show, I would say she's a great character. Um, in overall, in the books, I would say she's a good character because she's not in all of, like all of the books other than her own. But in her own book, she's an okay character, but she's fine. She's one of the bright spots of that book. But like, I did not enjoy that book and I did not enjoy some of the character choices that went into there. So like, it was like a whatever. So, and I like kind of averaged it out. And this is, I actually created the good tier just for Eloise. Cause I like did not, cause she wasn't great. Um, like she was in the show and the books, but like, I didn't want to put her in okay. Cause I felt like selling her short. So I made a good tier just for Eloise to go in there. So I enjoy Eloise, but she's actually not my favorite Bridgerton character, female character by like a long shot. There are a lot of, especially from the book series, there's a lot of other female characters I enjoy more than Eloise. So. Our next character is Finnick O'Dare from the Hunger Games. I put Finnick in God tier because he is my bestie. I love Finnick. <laughs> I'm about to get canceled. Um, I know you I are, put, Trudy. I put I him in not a phase. I put him in not a phase. That's, I just don't care. That's cool. He's fine. I mean, I, I don't can care. tell. I can tell you don't like that type of character because there's another character that we just mentioned that I know you <laughs> yeah. also probably put in that category. And he and Finn really I think are me. similar. Yeah. Um, this is funny because I feel like this type of character is one of my favorite types same. of character. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're my I just, favorite. I just like yeah. any character that like, uses humor to cope and yes. I feel like Finnick and mm-hmm. the other character are more like in the like flirty side of that yeah. which is not the outstanding ca- part of that character I like I just like mm-hmm. uses humor to cope no so I agree with you that the, I, I enjoy the like humor to uh, uh to cope type I think it's because I don't like it when they're flirty I like it when they're more sarcastic I think that's the way I like the car- sarcastic humor rather I than pref- the flirty uh, humor. I prefer sarcastic but either is fine I like the flirty humor. I think it's funny. I, I mean, it's still funny. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't get. The, I think it's because these characters are overhyped, and so they're then not in overhyped. Like, they're actually so hyped. <laughs> so then, in like defense, I'm like, what? I don't understand. I don't get it. So then they well, get to. This is what happens. Well, okay. I think that's part of the reason why I put Finnick in great and not God tier because hmm. I just want to say that the majority of the Hunger Games characters, actually, okay, any character in the Hunger Games regardless of if I like them or not, is like a good character. I think they all serve the plot. Uh, I'm going to, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that. They all serve the plot well. They all are interesting. Da, 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 da. Um, but Finnick is like the fan favorite and Finnick is not, I, he's still up there, but he's not my favorite in general. Um, I actually like Joanna more than Finnick and I had her in this ranking earlier, but I had to make some cuts. So I cut Joanna but I still like him but because like he's like the most hyped character he's probably in great just because I don't I don't know I don't know what I'm saying I he's good he's great I love You're him both but I don't love I don't love him as much as I love some of the other Hunger Games characters which is why I put I'm him just saying he's so I, hope, great. I hope the masses cancel both of you for this you'll both be punished it's fine I'm gonna be canceled for everything I've been canceled yeah. so many times already it's fine just cancel yeah. me <laughs> Okay, the next character is also from The Hunger Games. It's Gale. He's also in Not a Fave for me because, again, who cares? I put him in Not a Fave because I never really had any strong opinions on him. I know he's controversial, but I was kind of like, I never really cared about him, to be honest. So, um, I put Gale in Please Die. <laughs> um, wow. All right. I- I don't love, I don't hate a lot of fictional characters, um, but I do hate Gale. I think that he serves, the purpose that he serves in the, in the book is valid. He is an important character. He is a necessary character for the plot and for Katniss, um, but I don't like him. So I put him in Please Die. That's That's fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. And let it be stated for the record, the friends to lovership did not win in this love triangle and that's okay and I actually was not rooting for the friends to lovership in this triangle so yeah there you go um our next character is Inej from Shadow and Bone Inej also went into God tier because she is another one of my besties I love her I also put Inej in God tier she's a wonderful character 
I love the actress who plays her in Shadow and Bone as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything about how they did it, her did her character on the show. I loved her in the books. Got tier. She's got tier for me too. Great character, very well written. I would die for her. Exactly. The next character is Jack Zimmerman from Check Please. I think I oh I put him in okay because um, I liked him, but I didn't really have any strong feelings about him. I was going to put him in okay, but then I made a good tier. So now he's in good with Biddy. So they're both in good tier. He is in my great tier next to Biddy because he's my friend. So is Biddy. So I put them in great. Mm -hmm. The next character is another Jack, but this one is from Tweet Cute. I put Jack from Tweet Cute in great because he was great. I put Jack, I waffled with Jack between good and great. Um, I think I finally settled for good for him. So he's in my good tier. Um, I put him in great as well because he's great. Yes. Um, the next character is Jesper from Six of Crows. Jesper is God tier in my God tier. Another one of my pals. I was very specific with my god tier like I was very picky um so Jesper is like at the top of the great tier like he's almost there but he's not quite god tier because there are other characters I put god tier um but he is great I kind of did well first of all Jesper is obviously god tier but I did um I was like is this a god tier character objectively instead of Mm -hmm. is this a god tier character in comparison to all the other characters I have here so that's how I did the ranking but regardless Jesper would be in god tier once again, uses humor to cope. Best kind of character. I love him. He is my bestie. So, yeah. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. Um, you'll notice a pattern with my god tier with that um, all of the characters from a certain series are in there because <laughs> I just love all of those characters more than like any other characters. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's so valid. Yeah. The only other thing I was going to say, I think also for me, when I think of god tier characters, it's also god tier in comparison to the other characters from that series. So for me, I did that a little bit of that too. Okay. Right. So when I was comparing those characters, I was like, okay, I love them, but do I love them as much as some other characters? So that's where, that's where that went. I did it mostly based on like them compared to the other characters here. If I had done it like them compared to the other characters in the series would be a little different. I think Mm -hmm. that's okay. Okay. Next is Katniss Everdeen from of course the Hunger Games. She was another God tier for me. What can I say? Katniss is the blueprint. Once again, I'm going to be canceled. She's okay. She's fine. She's okay. Grace almost had a you heart just, You just don't really like the Hunger Games that much. I really don't care about the that's, Hunger Games. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's okay. Reason. That's the only reason you're putting them so low. Yeah, that's what we're going to sure. go with. That's what we're going to go with. <laughs> Otherwise, for my friendship of, with Grace. <laughs> for peace of mind. Katniss is honestly my friend. Like, she is in God tier. I know her as a person. I, I know her we know each other. She is God tier. Not only is she a good character, but she is so well-written that I genuinely feel like she is one of my besties. Like Katniss, God tier. That's all I can say. Uh, I love that. I love that bitch. (laughs) Um, Next is Kaz from Six of Crows. Um, I think we can all guess where I put Kaz among friends in God tier because he... I don't know, he and Inej, if I had to pick like my two favorite crows, I said before, he and Inej are my faves. Uh, I love Kaz, God tier, 10 out of 10. I have Kaz in my great tier. Um, I loved him. He was a great character. So he's in my great tier. I also have Kaz in my great tier. I think because I was going based off of like the other crows but honestly but like my personal personal preference for the other crows but honestly like if i'm going objectively like he would be in god tier and so would all of the crows so do with that what you will i do agree that like maybe um no i think they're great okay you're both for me personally (laughs) they're still great sarah yeah oh they're god tier (laughs) y'all don't even know but we do now. No, you don't. You oh, don't. Okay. If you think they're in great tier, you just don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> if you know, you know, and you guys don't know. I'm okay. just saying. Anyway, Klaus from 
uh, a series of unfortunate events is next. Um, I put Klaus in great tier. Honestly, it felt mean to put him in any lower tier because he's a child and like, I don't have, I'm not going to like have a vendetta against a child. So like, whatever, I'll put him in great. I haven't yeah. read these books in literally years. So, but I did like Klaus when I read the books a lot. Klaus is my favorite. He's my favorite of the siblings. So I put him in great tier. Um, so yeah. Uh, Klaus isn't great for me as well. Again, he's a child. The only child I slander is Mike Wheeler from Stranger Things. And he's a good child and I enjoy him. So I put him in great. I have some children who are below great, but that's fine. But we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Um, next is Leo Valdez from the Heroes of Olympus series. So remember when I said I made a who tier? It was, it was for, this was one of those characters. That was what this was for. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I put Leo in great tier because I, I think he was my favorite in the Heroes of Olympus series, just that particular group of the books. Um, if I remember correctly, but it's also been like years, but I really did like Leo. So I put him in great. As he should be. Um, he is in God tier for me. He's actually number one in God tier. Um, even above, maybe that's a lie, but that's where he is. Even above the Narnia characters. Really? Yeah. I know. Well, above Cat. Okay. He's definitely above Katniss for me. Um, I don't know. I may have, maybe that was an (laughs) error, but he's, he, regardless, he is up there. He is my favorite character in all of the Percy Jackson books. He is probably one of my favorite fictional characters, period. Not just in books, but like period. He's the best. He's the best. I would die for him. Um, and fittingly, next is Lucy from <laughs> Narnia. <laughs> I put Lucy in great again. She's a child for the first book or the, well, the first pretty book much all in. of them. Pretty yeah. much all of them. But either way, I do like Lucy. You know, she's great. Yeah, Lucy is wonderful. I also enjoy Lucy. I put her in great tier. Uh, I guess I just gave this away, but I put her in God's tier. She's she's next to Leo. They they can fight it out. I don't know. Um, she's great. I one of my first favorite fictional characters, and still to this day, one of my favorites. I love her. Next we have Mal from Shadow and Bone. Um, I put Mal in great tier because again, I like him. I really I like Mal. Um, so. He's not like God tier level for me, but I really do like him. So he gets great. I have Mal also in great tier. He's right next to Alina. Um, I actually ranked my great tier a little bit. So I have him below Jesper, but they are both above, both Mal and Alina are above Kaz for me. So that's where they're, that's where they currently sit in their great, in the great tier. I just put Mal in okay. Um, uh, he's he's okay. I don't have any beef with him. Don't have any strong feelings about him whatsoever, really. I like his relationship with Alina and, you know, of course, Alina, Mal, Nikolai, <laughs> OT3 agenda. But yeah, he's he's fine. He's cool. Yep. Speaking of, we didn't ever, we haven't actually mentioned that officially Shadow and oh, Bones yeah. been renewed for a second season. Yeah. I forgot. I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. say we should, we should bring it up and then I forgot about it. I get yes. to see all my friends together. All I'm of so our excited. friends. All and our friends. Nikolai, 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 I'm so ready. Nikolai stands, right? Yeah, listen, it's our time. Listen, you know what we really care about? Island. I have two hands. All of my friends. I have two hands. I can care about both of them. That's true. (laughs) Exactly. That is fair. That is true. Next is Marianne from Normal People. She's okay. She's with she's with Connell and okay. Same. I also put her in okay. Yep, she's in okay for me as well. I do Uh, need to still watch the TV show though. I do too, but it's probably one of those shows that I'll say that I'm gonna watch and never do. It's pretty good, actually. And it's like sticks really close to the book. I just I think I have like two episodes left that I didn't finish, but it's pretty much like exactly the book just in show. Hmm, interesting. interesting. I really want to watch it. I just never do. Yeah, same. Hmm. Uh, um, Matthias from Six of Crows is next. He is in great tier. Um, he's right next to Kaz in my great tier. So Matthias is the only crow that I put in great tier. Because um, 
don't know. I was just, he's not, he's never been like a fave of mine. I never really had any strong feelings about him, but I do still, I mean, I do, obviously I do have strong feelings about him, like with the crows, but just him in general, I've never been like that, that I don't know, but um, he's still great. So I put him in great. I also put him in great. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Next is Mabel from Twice Shy by Sarah Hogel. I put Mabel in the good tier. Um, I enjoyed her. I thought she was great, um, but not great, great. So she's good. I put her in great because I did not have a separate good tier, but yes. I have the same thoughts as Shree. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. She's in great. She's on the bottom of great, but you know, no slander to her. Yeah. I enjoy her. She's she's fun. And um, apparently Sarah Hogel really likes her M's and N's because <laughs> Naomi from You Deserve Each Other is next. I put Naomi in God tier because she's a character. When I was reading that book, I felt connected to her so strongly. Like, I don't know what it was, but she was just so, she was like how chaotic I feel on the inside. So I put her in God tier mm-hmm. because I was just like, you know, to me, for like me personally, she's a God tier character. Yeah, I really enjoyed Naomi. I put her in my great tier. So like that was one of the reasons, another reason why I kind of separated into a good tier was because why I liked both Maybell and Naomi. I just liked Naomi a little bit more. And I think it was that Naomi was like, because both books had a lot of chaotic energy, but I felt like Naomi's like ridiculousness in chaotic chaos, I just enjoyed more, a little bit more than Maybell's like more imaginative daydream kind of dissociative chaoticness. So yeah. Um, Naomi is in great for me as well. I love her chaos, love her energy. She's great. So she's in great. Keeping in with the Sarah Hogel literary universe is Nicholas from You Deserve Each Other. Nicholas went into great for me because I loved him. You know, he was a, he was a great love interest. I just love my nerd boys. So I put him in God tier. I thought he was one of a really great romantic hero. Um, he would be what we call a book boyfriend, right? I, I enjoyed him, so I put him in, in God tier. I put him in great because uh, he's great. I also love a good nerd, so mm-hmm. he was in great for me. Next is a character we've been alluding to throughout the episode, Nikolai from Shadow and Bone, or I guess the Grisha trilogy. Um. I, of course, as we all could guess, put Nikolai in God tier because he he's probably, I, don't, I can't even say he's near the top because all of the other characters in God tier, like he's probably like, I don't, I don't even know, but he's, he's up there. He's in God tier. He is probably one of my, he's with the crows just in terms of like my favorite fictional characters of all time. Um, he's my bestie, my pal. Um, I will read King of Scars at some point. I'm so sorry, Nikolai. I love you. Anyways. He is in my God tier too. He's right beneath Jesper. Um, and I, yeah, he's great. He's, he's fun. The thing about me is that when I read or watch or do anything in life, I'm like, am I going to have fun? And if the answer is yes, then I like that thing. And Nikolai is just fun. He's just fun. He is, but he also has like that depth to him because like he does. Me, he he's does. Like fun, but like there's something underneath there, and especially I don't know. I've talked about how traumatized I was when he got spoiler um turned into a Volcra in ruin in ruin and rising. So he has that capability <laughs> too to make you like yeah. Oh, but that's the good shit. Like, yeah, you want the exactly. fun, but you also want the angst. Exactly, like, want to feel things. He has the fun and the angst. And uh, since Trudy mentioned book boyfriends before, he is one of mine. I love him. Yeah, that's fair. And now, Shruti, go ahead, share your share your thoughts. Your terrible takes, your horrible ice cold takes. So, um, Nikolai is not a fave next to Gail. Um, and next to Gail, okay? I gotta go. Not even okay. Suddenly, I have things to do. Suddenly, I have things to do. Now, this is a funny thing, because it's really funny to me, because as you're describing this character, you're describing characters I like. Like, for instance, the one that comes to mind, like the charming characters who uh, flirt a lot. And I'm like, this is literally Colin Bridgerton, 
who I enjoy a lot and who I really, really love. So I'm like, well, I don't, I like Nikolai. What is it about Nikolai that I just don't enjoy that? I don't know. You're pretty, tell us. So my guess is like maybe unconsciously, because I do this with some characters too, when there's a shift in a book that I'm really invested in, if there's a character, even if I like them, that like is kind of like interfering with the ship. I'm like, Mm-mm, nope, they're done. So maybe like subconsciously. I don't think it's that though, because again, I'm all for the the OT3 agenda. I would, agenda. I would be absolutely mm-hmm. for that. I really enjoyed him when he was in, I remember enjoying him so much when he was in the scenes with Mal and Alina. But like, and I, like again, I enjoyed him, I think as much as I liked all the other side characters, but he was just like all the other side characters to me. And I just don't understand. He's like, fine. Maybe he shouldn't be in not a fade. Maybe he should be. I was gonna okay. say, why is he in not a fade? Would you put like fine. I'll all the other side characters? I'll move him to okay. He'll fine. He can go to okay. Thank you. Thank with you. Katniss. Um, I know that's hard for you, but you know. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. He should be in okay because he's fine. Like I don't, I don't hate him. He's fine. He's just like he's just there to me. I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I, Shruti, I, I respect your opinion. I think it's wrong, but I respect it. <laughs> However, I, I understand this less than putting um, Finnick down that low because with Finnick, it's like, so, well, no, 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 hang on. Go ahead, Finnick, go ahead, go ahead. With Finnick, like there's the Hunger Games has so many good characters. Like Finnick is just one out of me. I know you don't love the Hunger Games that much, but you know, Finnick is just one out of many great characters in the Hunger Games. Nikolai is like I'm very sorry to all the best part of the Grisha trilogy like I he do is. enjoy Mal and Alina I enjoy their relationship I like them as characters fine I love I love Alina and I like I do like Mal like I love yeah. Alina I think she's a great character uh, and I like all the other a lot of the other characters in the Grisha trilogy too but the plot as we know fucking sucks and yes. Nikolai is the bright star that makes it somewhat but even if he even if he wasn't through. Even if he wasn't in the Grisha trilogy, like I would love him like in any context. No, I would too, you know? but I think yeah. the fact that he's in the Grisha trilogy, which overall is not mm-hmm. great, makes him better. Yeah. Like that's it makes true. him stand out more. Yeah. See, I think I just disagree because I just really liked Mal and Alina and I they guess. were my favorite characters. So, like, I mean, so, again, so that they're always going to be my favorite from the, the Grisha trilogy. And all the other side, again, I liked all the side characters. They were fine, but they were all like on the same level to me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I disagree, but that's okay. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Is it? Who knows? Maybe is they it? will hire someone to be Nikolai who is really great and awesome, and I will be one over. Who knows? I, hope I, so. I will put this out there. Netflix, um, we need this. Netflix, as we are ca- finding casting for Nikolai and Wylan, um, neither of these characters need to be white. Just throwing this out there, I'll be perfectly happy and maybe be more likely to enjoy them if they are not white. Just throwing that out there, Netflix. Netflix, I, do this. Please throw us a bone. We need, yeah, we need this. Come on, Netflix. Um, all right. The next character is Nina from Six of Crows from House of Anubis. No. <laughs> That's a, just a shout out to our friends over at Anubis Backwards. Listen to their podcast. Anyway, Nina from Six of Crows. Um, Nina is God tier for me. I've said this before. But if I had to choose one fictional character to be my actual best friend, it would be Nina. She, I, she is so funny. She's loyal. I think she's kind of another one, like a female version of using like humor as a coping mechanism yes. too. Yes. Um, which is another reason, you know, I love that trope that whatever. Um, and she just seems like she'd be the most loyal, like kindest friend in the world. And she is in the books too. Like she's always looking out for her crew, the dregs. And I just love her in general. I also love Nina. I put her in my great tier. She's at the top there um, with the other Six of Crow and Grisha trilogy characters that I also enjoy. So yeah, she's at my top of my great tier. I put her in great too, but now I'm thinking I should have just put her in God tier because you should. I think she's God tier. Um, yeah. yeah. I do wonder if my my because she like we have talked about before in our episode when we talked about the six of crows duology i do think she shined more in six of crows than crooked kingdom so i'm wondering if because i read crooked kingdom more recently i'm it's like overshadowing her um because i loved her in six of crows like a lot and i'm wondering yeah because she's definitely on that borderline for me of great and god tier yeah that's fair um next is olaf from a series of fortunate events count olaf 
when you you why did you just call him Olaf? I pictured the snowman. I know. I said <laughs> called him Olaf. That's what I called, named his picture as, and so that's why I added in. It doesn't look I was weird like to I don't read remember like raking Olaf do, from Frozen. They do call him Olaf like in the books, but hey. out of context is strange. If you're reading his name just as Olaf in the books, it would not be strange. But in this context, yes, it was strange. And even I found it to be so, so I added in count Olaf at the end. <laughs> um if you put him in any other character than any other category then please die i'm gonna have a couple of questions for you guys i'm gonna be real here no he's in please die uh race i put him in not a fave which means he's race i'm so sorry grace listen 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 okay as the books, and I am the only one here. I, I understand that this is not a questionable take. I know good and well, and I'm willing to accept that. I'm willing to accept that I'm allowed to have questionable takes at times, though. Also, I but I will say, I'm the only one out of the three of us who has read the books recently, all of them. Okay, recently, And has yeah. seen the show all the way through. So I will say that. So I will say that my opinion carries some weight. However, I do know that this is kind of a trash. Ray's hey. trying to flex on us right now. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I'm also going to say that I think Olaf, Count Olaf, I think Count Olaf is a really interesting character. He does some really bad things, and I'm not justifying any of those things. Some bad things. Really bad. He literally tries to murder children. He like, tries to murder times. children. I'm not justifying he tries that. to marry a 13 year old. I'm not justifying that. But as the books go on, you learn more about him and you learn that he's gone through some shit and he has is, an is Grace, oh wait, is Grace turning into a villain apology? She's just no, literally listen, this is the only apologist. one. This is the only one. And I'm not, a, I'm not an apologist. I just think he's a good character. Like he's interesting. When I learn more about him later in the books, I'm like, this is interesting. Tell me more. And of course, Lemony Snicket gives me nothing. And and I, this is a really, this is a really bad take. This is really bad. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Oh, I, no. I really enjoy his relationship with Kit. I, I enjoy it. I like it. I, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, lovers to enemies angst. <laughs> anyway, that's my thoughts on Count Olaf, everyone. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And we thought I would be the one canceled in this episode. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Great. This is probably the most like cancelable take of the whole episode. <laughs> it probably is. Again, he's in my second to last tier. Just saying. It's not like I put him in God tier or anything, but I couldn't. You might be as well as. I knew if I put him in, please die, I would be lying. And if I mean, there's one thing I do, it is not lie. So there we go. He's a not a fave. I mean, I did just say that I sided with the killer in the book that I read. So I think we've yeah. all had some questionable takes this episode. And I'm not we go. siding with him. I'm not siding with him. I'm not saying I think that what he did record, was good. I'm just saying he's the record, interesting. Sarah said murder is fine. Grace is apologizing murder as well I did not and my cancelable take was saying I didn't like this this white boy so just putting that out there just not putting that any out there. Nikolai and it was two Trudy. white boys Trudy. yeah Finnick right. and Nikolai like yes exactly white men white boys we don't like white boys this is a hate crime against white people <laughs> but these are the good ones among us Trudy. <laughs> and these aren't good okay there are some better white boys we will get there all right. Speaking of actually, actually speaking of better white boys, um, next is Peter from The Hunger Games. Oh, I forgot yeah. he was on here. He's great. I love Peter. You know, he's in great for me. Um, he's in okay with Katniss. Okay. Anyway, he, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's in God tier for me. He's near the top of God tier. He's actually a hot take above Katniss. Um, he's my favorite character in the series, and I think that's fine. He's a good character. He's very interesting. Um, he's got the the duality of like being like really smart and cunning, but also like being like a genuinely really good person. And I don't really have any book boyfriends, but also I do, and he is the only one. So there we go. That's imagine only having one book boyfriend. Yeah, could not be me. <laughs> you know, I just thought of this because Shruti was saying how um, Gail you know friends to lovers didn't win in hunger games and she's fine with that i just want to say 
Um, the Hunger Games is a real win for fake dating nation. Am I right? It really yeah, is. Fake dating it really is. Rise. Biggest win for fake yeah. dating nation. Besides, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next is Pepper from Tweet Cute. I put Pepper with Jack in the good tier. I enjoyed them. They're good characters. I put Pepper also with Jack in great tier. Yep. He's with Pepper. Wait, just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. They're next to each other in the great tier. Um, next is Percy from Percy Jackson. This, um, I don't think this is like controversial, but it might be surprising. I put him in God tier. I love Percy. He's, yeah, he's probably. <laughs> I mean, no, no, that's like the opposite. Oh, I thought okay. I was scared. I was like, God, where? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just feel like I don't talk about Percy Jackson a lot. But like looking back, it's one of the most like influential series from my childhood. Percy is a phenomenal narrator, phenomenal main character. Um, even though I said Leo might have been my favorite in Heroes of Olympus, but like Percy is my favorite overall in the like I love the Percy Jackson series so much more than Heroes of Olympus, and I love Percy so much in that series. Um, he's like one of my, you know, he's from my childhood. He's he's always going to be a fave, so I put him in God tier. He is in God tier for me as well. Um, he is my second favorite character. He's right below Leo and all in that universe, and he. And Katniss are like my favorite book protagonists ever. And probably I think Percy is probably like one of the objectively best book protagonists. Like I feel like if you don't if you don't like Percy, like that's a red flag. Like honestly, there's nothing wrong with him. Like he's great. Like he's a good narrator. He's a good character. He does no wrong. He is the best. Not liking the Percy Jackson books in general, like just the original series is a huge red flag. And not liking Percy is like that's that's a red flag yeah that's a hate crime yeah that's that's a red flag right there so is this the bad time to tell you no i'm joking i put it in the who category because i haven't read anything so oh well that's fine yeah you just have to read it you just have to read yeah yeah exactly then you can know Mm -hmm. um (laughs) next we have peter pevensey from narnia this is an example of a good white boy because he's in good do i have peter on mine you should (laughs) Where is ran he? Away. I couldn't tell you, Sarah. But okay, <laughs> if I would, I don't have him on mine. But if I were to rank him, I was wearing the the brown. Oh, that's well, yeah, red. Actually, him. oh, I see him. Yeah, I put him. In, I put him in. Yeah, I put him in great tier. You know, I, all the Pavetsis are great. You know, what can I say? I put him in not a fave. Actually, I now I feel like I'm race. Now I feel like I was really hard on him. Here's the thing, and um. <laughs> not a fave has two people in it so peter's sharing that that with <laughs> count olaf of all people but okay um, here and count Grace. olaf are on the same Grace. level this is i know is crackhead behavior. i know but i put him ahead of count olaf in case anyone was oh, worried <laughs> maybe i should just put him in a, okay but i think i was thinking like out of like if someone was like who is your least favorite pevency like i would not even hesitate to say peter in the books he's just fine which is not like a dig at him because a lot of the characters in the books are not super well-rounded and I'll get into that more a little later but um in the movies he's kind of a dick and I don't know he's just just, he's just not a fave that's all I just want to on the record that Grace thinks that Peter Pavensi and Count Olaf are on the same level I just I just put it put that out there Correct. This is coming from Narnia Stan Grace. I, well, but, so again, I am the expert here. <laughs> uh, so anyway, moving on, we've got Quigley from a series of unfortunate events. Um, don't kill word me, but um, I put him in okay because I don't really remember him. Sorry, Quigley. I also put him in okay. I put him in God's here just for Laura's benefit. <laughs> But he's good. He is a good character, you know. <laughs> uh, that's all I gotta say about Quigley. What a what a child. Um, next is Rose Hathaway from Vampire Academy. So I debated putting Rose in God tier just for the heck of it. But when it really comes down to it, she's not like a God tier character. I do love her, but in terms of like, I guess I was judging her based on the series as a whole. Because I guess for, compared to a lot of the other characters on this list, she would be God tier for me. But 
Um, so maybe I will, I don't know, maybe I will put her in God tier. She's definitely not my favorite in the series, but you know, I love Rose. She's, she's a great narrator for the Vampire Academy series. She's fun. Um, but I think, you know, I'm changing my mind. I'm putting her in God tier because if I did the rest compared to the others on the list, I think I would put her in God tier and it's just, it's who I am. Yes, so yeah, is. Rose gets God tier from me. Um, she's God tier for me as well. Uh, no way. Really? Yeah, I, I thought you didn't like Rose. No, 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 no. Oh my God. No, no. Oh, I love, shit. I, love I don't her. know why I thought that. I know. Um, I, earlier I said that Katniss and Peta were my favorite book protagonists. I'm going to add Rose to that list. I, honestly yeah I didn't love Vampire Academy I liked it just fine it wasn't like it's not a standout in my mind as it was for Sarah I mean I didn't dislike it but like I was like yeah this is fun but the reason why I did like it is because of Rose I thought she was iconic she was so funny she She was was great and I loved her She's another humor as a coping mechanism. Yes. We're sensing a pattern. We're sensing a pattern. Yeah. You know, Rose, I don't know why I put her in great. She she totally belongs in God tier. Yeah, she does. She does. I was thinking like if Sydney Sage were on here, I would put her in God tier. But Rose, she deserves it too. She Honestly, I think Rose, if I reread it, I probably might would feel differently. But I feel like Rose was like, I probably liked Rose more even, maybe more than the Bloodlines characters. Maybe not all of them. Maybe not more than Sydney and Adrian, but she would be like neck and neck with them. Like it would yeah. be like even. She's probably, I mean, I don't even know. I I would have to go through and rank each of the characters in this this series, both series individually. We'll do that next time, Shruti. We'll do that sorry. next time. Yeah, sorry, Shruti. That's fine. Rose isn't who. Who, who, who is this woman? It's fine. <laughs> All right, we've got Sunny from... A series of unfortunate events next. I just want to say, Grace, why did you put a fucking baby on here? Like, she's literally <laughs> a fucking infant. I don't know where to she's put her. She's the main so- character in the series. An infant. How would I feel? I, do, I don't have any strong feelings about this baby, but well, I'm not going to put her in okay. That just feels mean. I put her in great. I put her in okay until I second guessed it and then put her in good, so... <laughs> I put her in great and I actually put her above Klaus. Um, that was a gut reaction and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I think I was like, oh, she likes to eat. I like that too. Never mind the fact that Klaus liked to read another thing that I enjoyed. Um, but yeah, that's where she went. Uh, next is Susan Pevensey from Narnia. I put her in great. She's my favorite Peven- Pevensey, um, but, and she's great. So I put Susan in God tier, but I'm like, second guessing that because I feel like I put her in God tier because of like her potential and not actually yeah. what is in the books because as we've established the books don't do Susan a great job so yeah like if you I really think that maybe her and Nina should switch honestly and like Nina should be in God tier and Susan was in great but that was my gut reaction so I'll think about it um I actually have Susan she's at the top of great she's right next to Nina um who I think actually should be in God tier but anyway I kind of put her in great because I think in the movies she's God tier, but in the books she would be okay. So I even it out and put her in great. Honestly, a lot of the Narnia characters, like they exist a certain way in my mind. And um, I've known them for long enough that I can do that. And Susan is one of them. Like, yeah, she has a lot of potential in the books that I think is not fulfilled, but is fulfilled in the movies. And so she's in great. She is in great. I just flipped it and put Nina in God tier and Susan in great, but she's great. That's fair. Next, we have the Darkling from Six of Earths, the Grisha trilogy. I put the Darkling in um, Please Die. Yeah, he can die. Yeah, I don't care. Go die, Dark. Or become a tree. Yeah. I put him in God tier. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. See, I, put I don't him, even believe that. Yeah, I, I put him in. I put him in. Please die as well. Thank you. At least Grace doesn't sympathize <laughs> with uh, all the bad guys. I never them. said I sympathize with him. I never said that. I said <laughs> repeatedly said the opposite. Actually, anyway, Violet Baudelaire from Years of Unfortunate Events is next. I put her in great tier. Because she was great. I also put her in great tier. I like Klaus a little bit more. So, but she is still a great character. I put her in God tier. Um, 
I loved her as a child and I love her still today. I thought it was cool that she was really smart and invented things. And I also thought it was cool that she was a girl and the oldest sister because I was like, oh my God, I'm a girl and the oldest sister. So I will project onto you now. Um, and she's my friend. I know she's a child, but she's my friend. So she's in God tier. And last but not least is Wylan Van Eck from Six of Crows. Wylan is um, obviously a God tier character. Wylan is the number one God tier character. So, oh, he's in my God. He's in my God tier too. Um, mm-hmm. he's great. I I like him. He's my pal. Yeah, I was about to be very surprised if we didn't all have him in God tier. Yes. Yeah. He's my. I I almost got mad at Grace being like, "Where is Wylan?" Because he was the last <gasps> character and I didn't see him. But it was fine. Wylan was there. Starts with a W. Yeah, and he got the number one spot. He overtook Edmund. So wow. Mm. Yep. That makes sense for you. Yeah, it does make sense for me. I really do have a type for male characters, and it's just very. Oh, me too. Just, one of these days, we'll figure out my type of male character and like be able to like put it into words. Today's not that day, though. We will post our tiers that we made on Twitter, and then we will also post a link. So if you feel so inclined, you can also create a tier maker based off of this random assortment of characters that we've picked. And you can do that on our Twitter, which is at the Bookos. You can also follow us on Instagram, which is at Pod. You can always send us an email with your own opinions, whether you want to cancel us or if you agree with us at bookhosepod at gmail.com. You should also subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and write a review, and then share the podcast with all of your friends. And don't forget our group read for the month of June is One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. We will be having a discussion episode about the book. So before the episode, you can send us your thoughts at our Gmail or any of our social medias. And the episode will be out on June 28th. So stay tuned for that. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.